This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. You're listening live on phoenixradio.com.au and Switch Brisbane, 1197am and DAB Plus Digital Radio. And we're here at Corinda State High School. How are we going, Corinda? Woo! Good stuff. And, uh, of course, before we get started with our Yusuke Goes Back to School show, we'd like to begin uh, acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land which we meet today, the Yagara and Turrbal people. We'd also like to pay our respects to elders both past and present. And right now, we are going to be talking to one of our great teachers here at Corinda State High School, Caitlin Brown. How are you, Caitlin? I'm really good, thank you. Happy Friday. And what is it, what's your role at the school? Um, so I'm one of the six housemasters at Corinda. We yep. focus on wellbeing, behaviour support, anything that a child struggles with outside of the classroom. We try to address that to make sure that they're reaching their full potential. Yeah, well, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Ms Brown. And uh, are you able to give us a 60 second insight into Corinda State High and uh, uh, what's good? Uh, what's excellent about yeah. our school um, definitely the students they make this place worth it we have a large variety of students from um, every sort of background you can imagine I think over uh, 78 countries are represented by our school strong international program we have about 30% Vietnamese population high academics we're the first carbon neutral school in Queensland so we work really hard to make sure that our uh, operations are sustainable we have a farm with lambs we have beef we have a culinary excellence program. We achieve really high in our academics, our uh, dance, our music programs, our sporting, our tennis excellence programs, our football excellence programs. There's something here for everyone. That's really exciting. So carbon neutral, does that mean you uh, produce as much energy as you use? We try to. We make yep. sure we have things in place with our sustainability with our farm yeah, in well. terms of our bee program. really helps to neutralise that. Um, we are looking into getting some solar panels if possible, but everything, all our fundraising efforts go towards any um, external operations that we can to reduce the world's carbon neutrality, including a Fiji project that will be going next year, um, putting solar panels into a school in Fiji, and then they collect plastics that wash up on their beach, and it all goes around like this. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and this is actually my first time out here in yeah. Greenwich State High. It's Honestly, from uh, first impression, I can tell this is a beautiful school, yeah. uh, beautiful uh, students here. Yeah. Honestly, it's awesome to and be. I'm glad that you guys uh, brought us out here. Yeah, and, excellent. And I think, um, I think we're about to be joined by our principal here at Corinda State High School, um, Mrs. Helen Jamison. <laughs> Give a round of applause for Mrs. Jamison. <laughs> and thank you very much, Caitlin. Thank you very much. How are you, Mrs. Jamison? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining in, uh, Helen. And uh, just uh, from your perspective, could I grab a 60-second uh, insight of what your thoughts are on the school? Um, let me see. Corinda, Corinda's a very special place. Uh, it has a very long history, and we have a lot of uh, family dynasties that uh, go through the school, uh, generation after generation. So. There is a real strong attachment uh, in the local community and with past uh, students coming back and the alumni. So um, it, it has a real sense of community and it's a, a beautiful mix of students here at Coinda. So a great place to work. 100%, yes, I can now, agree more. Now I'm sure being a principal for you would be quite a challenging job, but it could also be very rewarding. Talk us through it, and this will be a great insight for everyone here too. What does your day look like from the day you hop out of your car in the morning 
and the, and the day you hop back in in the afternoon. Okay, so my day starts very early at home, uh, doing administrative stuff before I get here because yep. once I get here, it's very much um, face to face, uh, reacting, uh, dealing with uh, student staff, parents, um, and the usual meetings. And, and there's quite a lot of administrative stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, but every day is different, and that's what I love about it. Um, the best part is getting out and mixing with the students and um, I just enjoying uh, just the, the very different range of students we have and all the talents we have in the school. We've got so many opportunities here for our students and uh, we just have so much talent here, whether it's sporting or in the arts or in the academic excellence programs. It's such a variety and we can't forget our ag farm, which is in a really exciting space yeah. with all the ag tech and um, all the, the STEM and research that's going on over there. And of course, the animals yeah, exactly, add a yeah. whole new dimension to our school. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've also heard that uh, Corinda is ever-changing and some renovations have been recently uh, implemented. Uh, what's, uh, what do you believe is next for the school? What's uh, the future plans of Corinda? Um, future plans are definitely uh, where we're heading with our technology. Uh, the new building that's happening over there. Yes, yeah, you can see from here. We have some really exciting robotics labs and uh, digital technology recording studios. We'd love, really, really love to set up a radio station here at the school. Oh, yeah, that sounds track. awesome. Yep. So that, that would be my pet project I'd love to, to see happen here in the next year or two. 100%, yeah. Helen, thank you so much for giving up your time and coming to have a chat with us. Uh, we've absolutely loved having you on. But I'm sure you're busy, so we better let you go now. And All right. everyone, give it a round of applause for Mrs. Jamison. Thank you. They clearly love Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's us for the moment. We have plenty more to come from today's Yusuke Goes Back to School live broadcast here at Corinna Stay High. Uh, a little later in the show, we talk about the international program. But up next, we'll be talking to uh, Chris Butcher, and uh, they'll be helping us dissect the agricultural uh, farm facilities. Here we are live from Corinda State High in Brisbane, and they have some really amazing facilities th that we've seen and that are really unique to this school. So a big welcome to those joining us on phoenixradio.com.au and Switch Brisbane and 1197am and DAB Plus Digital Radio. And here to discuss the agricultural facilities available to his uh, students, Chris Butcher. Uh, Chris, welcome. Thank you. How's it going? Good. And alongside Chris, we also have two students. We have... Natalie and Naomi. Natalie and Naomi, how are you guys? Good. Yeah, really good. good. <laughs> and um, Chris, this is a program that not a lot of schools have, an agricultural program. Could you talk us through it? what exactly is this program? Oh, so it's very diverse, but yeah. we're lucky to have five acres here on this side of the creek and a, and a section of land on the other side of the creek, so yeah, awesome. we have many livestock, we have poultry, yep. we have alpacas, we have sheep, and we also have beef cattle, so we're working with those species, um, caring for them, but the big thing is technology, so next year is a big push for um, internet of things and networking technology. So um, we're expecting a big year next year, you know, in terms of technology and, yeah, and um, you know, going to step up from what we're doing now. Yeah, that's awesome. And so is that a set class here for students here? Uh, so it's an elective in, in junior, you know, seven and eight and nine, and then um, they do it for six months. And in senior, they can do a agricultural practices, which runs for two years. Yeah. 
So you awesome. take your animals to shows and things like the Ecca and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah not this year, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Ecca is is a big event for a week. Yeah, the sheep go to the Ecca. We, we um we've been doing that for years. So we I believe we're the oldest registered school sheep sheep stud in Queensland. So yeah, and what does a what does a class look like in the agricultural program? Because obviously it would be quite different to sitting in a classroom and doing math sums. Uh, what, do you, what do you do? Do you work with the animals or is there theory as well? What does a class look like? Yes, yes. So it, there has to be some theory. Yeah. So, you know, doing stuff is the, the, the exciting part, isn't yeah. it? And, and making stuff. So we, we want to do a lot of doing stuff and making stuff, but you have to understand what you're doing and what it means. So there, there has to be some theory, but... Um, Maybe these guys are the ones to ask. Yeah, they? Well, I just was about to ask, Natalie, what is, what's your favourite part of the club? My favourite part would probably have to be doing all the prac work with all the animals. And yep. Actually, a few days ago, we had to vaccinate the lambs and put a tag on their ears for tracking. Yep. Yeah, and that was really interesting too because you have to use all these really cool techniques to do it right so that you're helping the animal. Yeah, that's awesome. And how about uh, you, Naomi, I believe? Um, well... When we, I did it last year, we had theory, uh, we had theory generally each day and then we'd every once in a while go out with the animals and I think one of the last lessons we did was we went and we got the um, ewes and we gave them the vaccinations. And what grade are you both in? I'm in year seven, she's in year eight. Well, I think that's so awesome, like, to learn those skills at that age, like 13 years old, I reckon I... I, I wish I learned that sort of stuff. Yeah, when I was I'm that honestly old. pretty jealous. Not gonna lie, but <laughs> yeah. but uh, just a quick question for you, uh, Chris. Um, why do you believe that these uh, skills learned by the students of the um, program are important for their future? Well, you know, the world's changing. It's we all know we're in the middle of a very strange year. But, exactly. You yeah. know, uh, the climate is changing. Uh, food security is a big thing. Mm. You know, we we all got to eat. We take it for granted. Maybe we took our toilet paper for granted and <laughs> then it course, wasn't yeah. there, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's not just food, but it's also having affordable food and high quality food. So we really want to let students know that they're, they're, they're producing products that people all over the world want to buy. You know, somebody in Malaysia or Japan or the UK may want to buy our lamb or fruit and vegetables. You know, it's, you know, that the sky's the limit. So we, we, you know, there's a lot of uh, places that students can take this. Yeah. It's not just about like uh, chasing animals around in a paddock. It's not a petting zoo. I mean, that we, yeah. we love our animals, but you know, we and we we care. We want to care for them and look after their welfare. But we, we, we it's all about running it as a business, yeah. you know. And we've sold a lot of cattle this year and make quite a lot of money. So um, it's it's nice when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, Natalie, and Naomi, thank you so much for joining us. I know I've learnt so much from this. Thank you. Right, thanks for having us. Yeah, I really Mate. appreciate it. <laughs> Up next, we leapfrog into the year that has been uh, with uh, two year 12 students. Uh, you want to hear how difficult this year has been and how it's been uh, dealt with so well. Uh, this is Defying Gravity, the famous piece from the hit theatre show Wicked, performed by the Corinda State High Saxophone Assemble. Uh, we hope you enjoy and be sure to stick around.
Well, how good was that? The saxophone ensemble here at Corinda State High School. That was saxolent. But, <laughs> but really, I, I love that song. I love musicals, and that is my favourite song from a musical. And you guys absolutely nailed it. Yeah, 100%. So thank you so much. Unlimited potential right there. And uh, Jack, there's actually uh, no doubt that we're living in a society that is very slowly starting to open their eyes to the myriad of problems faced by the majority of society in terms of uh, mental health. Yeah, I agree. It's really travelled under the radar for a long time, but society's really starting to open up about it. Uh, just before the music break, we, um, we talked about how we'd be talking to one of the guidance counsellors here at Corinda State High School and our host school for the live broadcast of This USQ Goes Back to School. Yep. And for those listening on phoenixradio.com.au, switch Brisbane at 11.97am and DAB Plus Digital Radio, please make our guest Louise Vickers feel very welcome. Louise, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for joining in. Can we get a round of applause for Louise? <laughs> yeah, nice. And Louise, we've heard that you recently finished uh, running a mental health program through the uh, home groups here. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. Um, last week was Queensland Mental Health Week and we wanted to raise awareness with our students that mental health is just like physical health. We have to do things to nurture our mental health so that we can stay mentally healthy even during very stressful times in our life. Uh, during lunch times we focused on adding some physical activity to our day with skipping and dancing and we discussed the benefits of including mindfulness into our day and the important link between mental health and adequate sleep and a nutritious diet. I couldn't agree more and uh, with our older, other older students who are putting themselves through under more pressure and are being tasked with harder assignments and all that, uh, do you think that we've seen a rise in the mental health issues among Australia's students? Um, I think this year has been particularly hard on our seniors. Not only have they had to cope with home-based learning and some families have struggled financially with job losses due to COVID and that can place a big strain on families. Um, but in addition to that, our Year 12s have a new system that gives students ATARs instead of OPs and, this, and they are also doing their exams externally for the first time. And previously, students were able to get an OP prediction and they had more of an idea about their end-of-year scores. And as it's the first year of this new system, they can't actually receive that information. So it just adds to their stress and anxiety about the future. 100%. And here at Corinda, how do you try and combat the stress that students might be feeling? Uh, so at Corinda, we have a positive education program that equips students with the skills to face times in their life that they may have increased stress. Um, it also means that we encourage students to practice gratitude. Um, our school guidance officers are always on hand to offer students support when they require it. Um, we also have six wonderful housemasters who are incredibly supportive of our students during times when they might be struggling emotionally at school. And lastly, we have a fantastic group of caring and dedicated teachers and, um, that are really skilled at noticing when a student might not be their usual selves. Definitely. And for our listeners at home, uh, maybe a parent worrying about their child or a student feeling overworked and stressed, what would be your advice to better feel with the uh, situations that it may be facing? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. It's a really important to keep the lines of communication open with your child. Make sure they are balancing their schoolwork with other activities. Um, they need regular breaks when they are studying, but most of, importantly, they need at least eight hours of sleep a night. 
Um, this is a, the key to fighting many adolescent mental health issues. Um, on top of sleep, make sure someone is preparing nutritious meals uh, for the student each day and that they're doing some sort of uh, regular physical activity and that they still have time to connect with their friends in person and not just on their phones. And in a situation where a friend or family member is struggling with their day-to-day, -day, um, what signs should we be looking out for to and for how we can help? Sure. Uh, so I think just noticing if a person's demeanour might have changed, they might be sleeping excessively or hardly at all, or they are unusually grumpy and irritated, and it might go on for some time, and that can be a sign that they, they may be struggling. It's always okay to ask or inquire if you are worried about someone. Um, parents are also welcome to contact guidance officers if they think the behaviours of their child's a bit of a concern. And you can also contact your GP to get a referral to a place called Headspace. And that's a dedicated um, place to support young people and their mental health and wellbeing. And that's all free if you get a referral from your doctor. All right, that's awesome. So uh, I think those were some really great tips uh, for that the listeners will be able to utilise. Thank you so much for talking to us, uh, Louise. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. We're back. This is USQ Goes Back to School live from Corinda State High School. You're listening on phoenixradio.com.au and Switch Brisbane, 1197am and DAB Plus Digital Radio. And there's absolutely no doubt this, this has been one big year and no less for the graduating students in high, of high schools around the globe. And with us right now, Rico, are two Year 12 students who study here at Corinda State High School, Hannah and Mariana. <laughs> Mariana, yes. How are you guys going? Well, thank you, uh, Jack and Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, this year has been definitely one wild roller coaster for you guys. And um, mm -hmm. for graduation, so how did you and uh, do you guys handle the uh, whole situation uh, beginning of March? Well, it's definitely not been the year we had all planned for, but it has been one to remember. No, one hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so this year as, as your school captains for 2020 and for the leaders as well, we partook in sending out daily emails, positive emails to the entire student body to promote those positive vibes during these unprecedented times. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. And along with that, we set them a little challenge where we got the whole student body again to participate in a 1.5 social distancing chain around the school. So oh, that was really? very successful, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. I apologise, I didn't know you were school captains. I feel, I feel honoured that <laughs> yeah, the I school captains are green and know my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, do either of you know what you want to do next year? Yes, yes. so uh, for me, I'm interested in, in industrial design. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's looking at ergonomics and creating products for people's everyday lives. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And as for myself, I want to study speech pathology. So for the people who don't know what that is, it's just basically, in a nutshell, it's helping people with communication and swallowing disorders. That's awesome, yeah, good stuff. And those are both um, uni degrees, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And would you say that the subjects here in Corinda give you those base uh, skills and knowledge to uh, pursue those um, career paths? Oh, 100%. Yeah, most Corinda. definitely offers so many opportunities. You've yes. got so many different subjects ranging from like maths, humanities, sciences, arts and sports. It really just sets you up for like any prerequisites that you might need for like when you're going into uni. 
Yeah, um, for me, I've just recently completed my diploma of business, so it, oh, I'm hey. very fortunate that Corinda's been able to wow. offer a diploma course for me. That's awesome, yeah. So you're already prepared yeah. to <laughs> get out there, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So school's almost finished. How long have you got left? Oh, well, today is the last official day of classes yeah. before wow. we enter externals. So yep. after that, we graduate in four weeks. Yep, and so we're nearly there. new adventures. Is there yeah. anything special today? Yeah, uh, today, I, as marks our last yeah. official school day. Yeah. So they're very nostalgic. You celebrating it in any way? Yeah, so this morning we uh, celebrated with all of our grade 12 cohort. Oh. We had a nice barbecue together. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so going forward until the end, in the next couple of weeks, what does it look like? Oh, exams. exams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm <kind of> <laughs> Yeah. But after that, obviously, we've got formal and grad to look forward to. So oh, that's oh, exciting. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys have fun there. Thank you. And uh, so do you guys have, uh, what's good, do you know where, how your graduation, graduation day is going to look like? How do you guys celebrate that with the school? Um, yes, we celebrate that with the school. So hopefully our graduation is normally at the Queensland Tennis Centre. Oh. So we're hoping that we're able to get that one this year again, just because obviously like restrictions and things. So we're hoping we're able to book well, that one in. It is booked in and we do have it all set up and we've got, we're setting up a COVID safe plan. So everyone is safe. Um, so that involves, you know, seat, seat apart for everyone. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Girls, thank you so much for joining us today. We have, before you go, two very special prizes from our <laughs> station sponsor, USQ. Thank you. Wow, thank you. <laughs> you can have, it's a Frisbee and oh, a pen. That's cool, as. I love Frisbee. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys coming thank out, you. and uh, I hope, really wish you the best for the, the future coming up. Thank you thank very you. much. Awesome. Thank you. Right. And up next will be, yeah, give them a round of applause. Oh. Up next, we'll be diving into the international side of... Actually, I think we might be doing that a little bit later, but right now we have our saxophone ensemble who are going to perform We Are Crystal Gems. Take it away. <laughs>
much for getting our saxophone ensemble. That was great. USQ goes back to school is here live from Corinda State High School on phoenixradio.com.au and 11.97am and of course DAB Plus Digital Radio. And you know Jack, some of my favourite school memories are born from the school carnival events where the in-school houses you know, kind of rival each other and uh, for the day to be competing in many different uh, events and all that. And it's no different here at uh, Corinna State High, as we discovered. Yeah, those were also some of my highlights from school, Rico. And here to talk to us about her role is not only a house master, but uh, one who's responsible for the team building and pastoral care events here at CSHS is Aaliyah Booth. Aaliyah, thanks so much for joining us. That's all right. Thanks for inviting me on. And uh, it seems that you have uh, quite a few different roles here at Corinna State High. Uh, why don't you give us a quick rundown of uh, each uh, role you have? Um, so obviously we've got the executive principal and then we've got our deputies. Um, we've got housemasters, so there's six of me um, and we all look after our houses. Um, we've got our heads of department who also contribute to you know, our curriculum development and then we've got all of our amazing staff. We've got heaps of aspirant staff here and they volunteer for all sorts of things to kind of encourage the house culture and spirit. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, during school, it's important that uh, students experience a sense of responsibility and that they uh, build skills in leadership. How do you do that here? Um, so we, in our junior years, we have a program called SLP. That's our student leadership program. Um, and through the junior years, they look at um, just kind of developing who they are as a person. They look at um, different kind of leadership skills and how they can take responsibility of their own learning, um, being a good friend, being a good student, being a good community member. Um, in year nine, they do a volunteering project. So we're really, really focused on community engagement. And we want to kind of look after our Corinda community and encourage the students students to really take ownership of that. Um, and then obviously we've got all of the events that we would usually do and our leaders are very, very involved in that. We basically, as much as we can kind of put on them, we do, which is awesome for us because we've got other things to do. Um, and the kids always just rise to the challenge. And of course, uh, just as we spoke to them, the, we have our school captains. What are some other leadership roles that students can uh, take here in uh, Corinda? So we've got our awesome school captains um, and they work really closely with our house captains. So six houses, um, a captain for each of those. And then in each year level, we also have a year level captain for all of our houses. So there's a six students across seven, eight, nine, ten, and 11 who can also be part of that. But we like to tell the kids, you know, everyone's a leader. When you put that Corinda uniform on, um, you're representing the school. And so we expect everyone to, you know, kind of take that responsibility and demonstrate our values. Yeah, and that's great. And being ahead for pastoral care events is, as we talked about before, another one of your jobs here. What kind of events are held here at Corinda State High? So COVID obviously has made it a little bit trickier yeah. this year, um, but we've actually managed to connect in a lot of different ways that we kind of didn't need to historically. Um, so we've done connection through social media, um, the staff and the students have all done videos that we've shared across a number of platforms. Um, we have virtual home groups and virtual parades where we can see our kids and connect without actually physically being in the space. Um, but also we have managed to have a Valentine's Day celebration this year. Um, we had our year 11 Leadership Development Day just last week um, and our year 11s and 12s this year for the first time ever did Carnival Day which was completely organised by them um, and it was just a spectacular day and we're just going to do that forever now. That's awesome mm -hmm. and would you say that the, um, the student leaders they have a 
majority of the responsibility behind those events? Uh, are they assisted by teachers or how does that run? Yeah, so they do um, connect with us and obviously they need to run the logistics by us. Of um, and we, you know, every now and again, they'll be like, what if we do this crazy expensive thing? And we're like, okay, let's pump the brakes and try something else. Um, but with the Carnival Day, yep, it was basically just the year 12 leaders. They came up with all of the ideas. They booked all the vendors. So we had food trucks and rides. They had activity games. They did absolutely everything. Um, and they just did that in consultation with us. So we really let them take the front seat in that and um, we were just there for a little bit of support. It's been great talking with you, Aaliyah. Thank you so much for sharing those insights with us. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks uh, so much for having me on the show. And um, next up, we're going to talk about the international program here at Corinda State High School, so don't go anywhere. This is USQ Goes Back to School live from Corinda State High on phoenixradio.com.au at 11.97am. It's a daunting enough task growing up, let alone travelling internationally to study in another country away from friends and family, but I'm sure it's also very enjoyable and we're going to learn about that now because sitting across from us is the man in charge of the international program here at CSHS, Mr Andrew Breen. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thank you very much for having me. And we are also super blessed because also with Andrew is two international students, Hi. Alisa and Ellen. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. All right. And uh, Andrew, can you give us uh, just a quick little six, uh, 60 seconds rundown on how the uh, international program uh, undergoes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're very lucky to have an amazing international program here at uh, Corinda State High School. Uh, we've got uh, 92 uh, international students currently at the moment, which is uh, quite a large program. Uh, most of our students, or a lot of our students, are from Vietnam. Uh, we've got quite a few students from China and Japan and, uh, and lots of other countries around the world as well. Uh, they, a lot of those students are, are graduate students, uh, so they come here to us uh, and have intentions to go all the way through to year 12 uh, and then graduate into um, an, an Australian university. Uh, we also have a study abroad program as well, um, which is shorter term students. They might be here for you know, six months, 12 months. Uh, often that comes from European countries or South America or those sorts of places. Um, they're very much here for an experience. Uh, they often live in, in homestay um, with our wonderful homestay families uh, and, uh, yeah, enjoy Australia and, uh, and, and get to learn our culture. Um, probably the best part of the international program is the uh, international global perspectives that the, um, our students bring, the international students, course, to our yeah. domestic students. Yeah. And so they get to share cultures and find out how they think differently and think about things from a you know, different perspective. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's wonderful yeah, being able to uh, arrange all of that. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Listen, Alan, oh, Ellen, sorry, which country are you guys from? Um, I come from Vietnam. Yeah. I also come from Vietnam. Oh, that's awesome. And are you guys friends from home? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> we come from different cities. Oh, no. So, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. That's really exciting that you can make friends from your own country, like, uh, yeah. ages away from it. <laughs> yeah. I find that really cool. Um, did you find, when you come over here as a, as a young adult, did you feel, like, um, nervous fitting in, or did you feel like you could just jump straight into it? Oh uh, yeah. So when I first came here to Australia, um, yeah. I was really worried about my language skills yeah. and also the cultural background because um, sometimes it's really hard to fit in into a culture where you don't actually know what people are talking about and yeah. what are they kind of like interests and concerns and things. Yeah. But um, the students here in Australia are really friendly and 
Um, they are really acceptable with different students from different cultural backgrounds. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I could honestly couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, you're very fluent in English, and uh, that's awesome. I couldn't thank tell. You. I wouldn't be able to tell if you're an international student. <laughs> and uh, I've got just a quick question for you, uh, Chris. Um, what kind of change do you see in uh, students after they um, open themselves up uh, to Australia, like they embrace the Australian culture? Yeah, like Alyssa was suggesting, when they first arrive, they're, they're pretty nervous and um, they, they're very shy and, and quite quiet often. Um, and Australia is quite different in that we've got very much an active learning um, sort of a, a style, um, whereas these guys, they're kind of more used to like a passive style where the teacher just teaches, the students are quiet and, um, and they just kind of listen and write down the information and do their assessment. But uh, here in Australia, it's very dynamic and they've got to be involved dynamic. and you know, they've <laughs> yeah. got to give their answers. And yeah. It really pushes them outside their comfort zone. So for yeah. us, there's a massive journey between, you know, when they first arrive and they're pretty shy and quiet and then when they finish, um, you know, they really come out of their shells and um, yeah, they, they're kind of really ready to, to take on the world and take yeah. on their next challenge. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, it's lovely for, for us in the international department and, and all of their teachers to, to help them with that journey. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. That's good. So, Lissa and Ellen, um, I'd guess there'd be some difficulties coming here with the, uh, with the virus situation. And uh, how, how has that been worked around? And, um, and you might want to jump in here too, Andrew, from a, like a logistics perspective as yeah. well. Um, for me, I feel very sad because I can't go home this December to meet my family. But then me and my family work out well because we always talk on FaceTime yeah. and we talk to each other each other's like probably like every day so i feel better without coming home this december yeah yeah and fr from a logistical point of view you're right it is it is really challenging yeah. um and yeah our hearts are bleeding for our international students because normally at christmas time they do all we'll usually go home and recharge yeah. their batteries and have their culture and a lovely hug from their families and these sorts of things so this year is going to be really challenging and leading into next year when they haven't had that refresh that's going to be challenging as well um, but we're very lucky, our, our homestay families that they live in, um, they're very kind and, and really look after our students and, uh, and, and they will take that edge off, but it doesn't replace going home and, uh, and, and we'll do our best to, to help the students out with that, but we are certainly feeling for them at the moment. Yeah, and that's awesome. I really appreciate you guys coming on and uh, sharing your stories. It's obviously pretty inspiring and um, yeah. I really appreciate you joining on Phoenix Radio. Yeah, cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah, awesome. Have a great day. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. And playing us out today will be the senior saxophone assemble. We'll throw you over to Tom Stewart to introduce the piece. Take care and stay safe. It's bye for now from Yusuke Goes Back to School. Right. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, what we're going to play today is just the first movement from a, like a, I guess a saxophone quartet uh, concerto uh, entitled Kletzma Triptych. Uh, if you're not sure of Kletzma, it's kind of like, think, Eastern European clarinet music. Um, we're about to destroy it by playing it on saxophone. All right.
High Achieving Year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.